Support for this podcast comes from Troy University, dedicated to teaching a new generation to lead change. Information on leadership opportunities available to students from day one is at troy.edu slash lead change. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. After the January 12th tornadoes that tore through several Alabama counties, we decided to check in with Mondy Donaldson, Vice President of the Better Business Bureau Educational Foundation. She joins us with tips on avoiding the storm chasers and those who impersonate disaster officials. Monty Donaldson, welcome back from the Better Business Bureau that serves Central and South Alabama. Thank you for joining us by Skype. Carolyn, we're so glad to be back with you today. You've been monitoring what's been happening in the aftermath of the storms. Tell me what you're seeing. We have seen reports of everything from FEMA scams to contractor scams to charity scams, and unfortunately, when people in the Otago, Dallas County areas, and many of the other areas in your listening area have been so devastated by this terrible, terrible tornado, these folks come in from out of town and use every tactic they can to take advantage of people who are already broken, sometimes homeless, sometimes injured, and it is so sad. It is very, very sad. We know that FEMA is going door to door to the disaster victims. So what are you telling us about FEMA impersonators? There are a lot of people who do go out and act like they're FEMA workers. They even sometimes even can have on a jacket that may have a fake emblem or something and say that they're from FEMA. They try to get information from these folks. Maybe they've already signed up for FEMA. But they try and get their Social Security number. They try and get your nine-digit registration number with FEMA. And if it's a real FEMA worker, they are not going to ask for this. So you want to ask to see their badge. And you want to make sure that their badge looks like the official FEMA logo and everything that would be on FEMA.gov. Nobody should be calling you from FEMA unsolicited phone calls or emails. Now, if you've called FEMA and you're waiting for a call back, that's one thing. But just out of the blue, nobody's going to be calling you. If somebody says they're from FEMA or even the Small Business Administration and they start asking for payments, that is not going to happen as well. Anybody who's asking for your Social Security number, how many times do we say this? No matter what the scam, never give out your Social Security number. But FEMA, they're out there working hard to get people back on their feet. And remember, disaster assistance is free. Nobody should be asking you to pay for anything. You know, Mindy, so many people are in shock after a tornado. I would think they would be inclined to have their guard down. And there are also people that you've called storm chasers. What are they with repairs? The storm chasers are people who come in from out of town. They are fly-by-night folks. They might come into a city or a community with just a business card with a name and a phone number on it. Most of the times, it's a cell phone number. They don't list any kind of business address. They don't have a website. They're not licensed 
to do work. And the Attorney General for Alabama has already been out trying to get that message out that you should ask for a business license for anybody who wants to do any work on your home. You know, that is against the law to be doing work without a city business license. And if you live out in the county, there again, there will be business license. There might be a state plumbing license or a state roofing license. It's not just the local business license you'd be looking for. So, yes, these people come in. They take advantage of people who want to have their roofs put on their house very quickly or they, they need to get a tree off their house. If you are, unfortunately, one of the folks who's been affected by this, call your insurance agent first if you haven't already done that. And be wary of low estimates. If they sound too good to be true, we know, Carolyn, that they are. And if you want to check out a business, of course, you could go to bbb.org any time and check out a business, whether they're from Alabama or they're from Georgia or Mississippi. You can check with us. We can tell you how long they've been in business, whether they have any complaints against them, whether they're really even legitimate. And two more tips for that is get every estimate in writing. Don't ever sign anything you don't understand. Read the fine print. And if you're paying somebody to do some work on your home or your property, pay by credit card because you do have an additional protection in case of any kind of fraud. We're also seeing a lot of appeals for charitable giving that's supposed to go to these disaster victims. What can you tell us about these appeals? I would watch again for things on Facebook that all of a sudden pop up or any kind of social media text, email you might get. But go to the legitimate charities that you know. You can go to give.org, guidestar.org, charitywatch.org. They are all national organizations which register legitimate nonprofits that are out to help people after a storm. Watch out for names that might look like a well-known charity. Sometimes you might see an extra S or a misspelling in a name. So if you know that it's the United Way and then all of a sudden you see United Ways, then you know that if it has an extra S, that is not the United Way serving that area. Another good question is, how much of your donation actually goes to the program you want to support? And I've noticed that you can also check the website, and if they have a weird website or email address, that's another giveaway. Yes, it is. And then another one there is some of these fake charities don't even list a business address. You know, how long's that website been up? How long's that Facebook page been up? Give to charities you know. If your church is collecting diapers, water, whatever it might be, and taking it to another church in the area, you know that that's going to where it is. But if you've never heard of this particular entity that says they're raising money and you want to help, go to the agencies that you can find them. The newspapers are listing charities you can give to, United Way is listing charities that you can give to. The BBB has actually put some postings up on where you can give in that West Alabama areas that have been affected so awfully. Finally, Mondi, the Better Business Bureau is involved in a couple of upcoming events that will be of service to area citizens. One is on January 28th, Prattville. I believe it's a shredding event. Can you fill us in on that one? Yes, Saturday, January 28th, and it will be at the Otago County Commission parking lot. It will be a shred day, and we're encouraging people to bring 
old personal documents, whether it be old medical bills, old bank statements and things like that, because you want to protect your identity. 28921, two boxes or two bags only, and it'll be a drive-through event, and you just drop off your personal materials that you do not want to be putting in your own garbage and bring them to us at the Shred Day. The other is the Fraud Summit. All right, the city of Montgomery, along with the BBB, so it will be Tuesday, January 31st from 6 to 7.30 p.m. at the Free Will Missionary Baptist Church. And we have speakers and just ways to protect yourself and your property. Tickets are free. We do ask that you RSVP. Email address to RSVP is lwool at montgomeryalabama.gov. And, of course, both of these events are listed on the BBB website. And if you need any more information, just contact us at any time. Monday, it is great that the Better Business Bureau has stepped forward at this time of disaster. So thank you so much for joining us today by Skype. You're so welcome. That was Monday Donaldson with the Better Business Bureau, serving Central and South Alabama. More information can be found at the website, bbb.org. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.